Yeshua, live by Yahweh. Your presence is able to Jesus, your presence, your presence is Jesus name. Father in the mighty name of Jesus. Everlasting Father, Jehovah Rapha, King of Kings, we worship you, we appreciate you. For another day like this, we thank you that we are alive, we are healed and healthy. We thank you for your grace over our lives. We thank you for your favor. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you that you kept us. We thank you that we are alive. We thank you that you've given us the grace, O oh Lord God Almighty. To be alive, to worship you, to appreciate you. We are here to say thank you, Lord. Be your name be highly exalted in Jesus' name. Everlasting Father, the King of Kings, the I am that I am, Kadosh, the only one of Israel. We thank you once again, O Lord God Almighty, that you do not allow the devil to have a say over our lives. You do not allow the death to have victory over our lives. Father, be your name be highly exalted, O Lord. We thank you that you saved us from slavery. We thank you that you gave us freedom. Father, Lord, be your name be highly exalted in Jesus' name. Everlasting Father, we are here once again to learn, O Lord God Almighty. <clears throat> we are here to learn, O Lord. We are here to hear your word. We are here to hear your word. We are here to hear you speak. O Lord, speak to us in Jesus' name. Everlasting Father, speak to us in Jesus' name. 
Let the uh, let our eyes of understanding be enlightened, so that we may understand your word, so that we may understand deep mysteries about you, so that we may understand and comprehend deep secrets, deep mysteries about the word, great truths of the foundation of the earth. Lord, help us to understand your word. Help us to understand you. Help us to know you. Help us to love you, Yeshua. Oh Jesus, we worship you. We appreciate you. We glorify you. We commit today's um, topic unto your name. Lord, take control. Everlasting Father, take control. Lord Jesus, take control. Lord Jesus, take control. Lord Jesus, take control. Be the host, O Lord. Because the meaning of Bethel says the Lord's dwelling place. Father, Lord, let Bethel be your dwelling place. Let this podcast be your dwelling place. Father, be the host. Take the wheels. Take the wheels, Lord. Have your way, Yeshua. We commit today's topic unto your hands. Help us to understand. Help us to understand in Jesus' name. Take control, Lord. In Jesus' holy name. again good morning everybody so this morning we are going into um, a very as usual most of our topics has been delicate and vast this one is also one of them um, today's topic is spiritual senses spiritual senses spiritual senses and actually the the topic was coined from um, Bible text which is Ezekiel 12 verse 2 Ezekiel 12 verse 2 it says have eyes to see but do not see have ears to hear but do not hear this certain Bible text got me wondering it's, it's really um, got me wondering that how can someone have eyes to see but do not see have ears to hear but do not hear that means you can actually hear, but still you're not hearing. It really got me wondering, and then going through the Bible and seeing other texts, just then the Holy Spirit laid this topic upon my heart. Yes, so let's not waste for the time and just go into it. Now, I want you to know that many a times the Bible speaks about our eyes and ears mostly, but not in reference physical organ in reference to our physical organ and if you look at the book of numbers 22 verse 23 to 31 numbers 22 verse 23 to 31 it's about um balak yeah when balak asked balak to come to come the people this and that so on the way you could read from you could read the old um, numbers 22 to get the full picture so on the way going to where <coughs> balak was i'm so sorry on the way going to where balak um, balak was balam's donkey saw the angel of the lord right balam's donkey saw the angel of the lord but yet balam couldn't see this donkey 
um, sorry, Balaam couldn't see the angel of the Lord. Balaam was on his donkey going to where um, Balak was. Then on his way, Balaam's donkey saw the angel of the Lord and it was trying to like retreat and turn back. Balaam's donkey was able to see this angel of the Lord. Why? And why was Balaam, who had eyes to see, but yet he couldn't see the angel? Balaam was not blind. He wasn't blind. He wasn't blind prior to this. He could see clearly. But then in verse 31, it says, And then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes. Now, this got me wondering, like, Balaam was not blind. There was no record of Balaam being blind. Then why would the Bible say, And the Lord opened Balaam's eye? And the Lord opened Balaam's eye before he could be before he could be able to see the Lord's angel. Yes, his donkey was able to see the angel. Then this got me wondering. Obviously, the Bible is not talking about our physical eye. The Bible is not talking about Balaam's physical eye. It said, and the Lord opened Balaam's eye. Balaam wasn't blind prior to this. Let's understand that. Let's understand that. The, the Bible here was actually talking about Balaam's spiritual eye. His spiritual eye. Because the angel of the Lord is a spiritual being and can only be seen through one's spiritual eye. Or can only be sensed through one's spiritual senses. That is, the Lord had to open, open Balaam's spiritual eye for him to be able to see the angel of the Lord. Balaam's physical eyes were open, quite alright and functional, but his physical eye needed to be opened. His physical eyes needed to be opened for him to see the angel of the Lord. If we keep going through the Bible like this, okay, let's 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 look at another text. Um, that's the book of Second Kings, chapter six. Second Kings, chapter six. The king of Ammon had sent troops to seize um, Elisha. Then Elisha's servant saw these troops. Yes, he saw these troops, and he got scared. But then Elisha, he saw that Elisha was relaxed. He's like, Elisha, what's going on? Can't you see that um, King Ammon has sent troops to seize us? But then Elisha told him, don't be afraid, don't be afraid, for there are more on our sides than there are on theirs. He said what? There are more on our sides than they are on theirs. And it was just two of them standing there. It was just two of them standing there physically. Now I'm sure that Elisha's servant was like, what was this man saying? Is this one going mad? Because... How can you say that there are more people on our side than theirs when actually it's just me and you standing right here? There were just two of them standing there physically. But in verse 17, Elisha prayed and said, Lord, open his eyes. He said what? Lord, open his eyes and let him see. Open his eyes. Like, open his eyes. Wasn't his eyes open? It was the same eyes that he used to see the troops. That's why the book of Ezekiel said, have eyes to see, but do not see. You have eyes to see into the physical, but yet you cannot see into the spiritual. It wasn't his physical eye Elisha prayed about. It was actually his physical eye, um, his, his spiritual eye. Elisha said, Lord, open his eyes to see. 
wasn't praying about his physical eye. He was praying about his spiritual eye. Reading down verse 17, it says, The Lord opened his servant's eyes, and he saw that the hillside was filled with horses and chariots of fire. These horses and chariots of fire were not seen by physical eyes. It could only be seen by spiritual eyes. That is why Elisha's servant's spiritual eye had to be open to see it. His spiritual eye had to be open to see the, the chariots and, and, and the horses of fire. Now these horses of fire and chariots of fire were not were not um were not physical, yes. They were not present there in the physical, they were present in the spiritual. They were what presence present in the spiritual and Elisha's spiritual eyes were opened already that's why he was able to see that there are more people on Jez than on Ammon's troop but his seven eyes had to be opened for him to see it that means his spiritual eyes was not open obviously this two verses have shown that physical eyes see physical things and spiritual eyes see spiritual things it has also shown it it, it, it it has also shown us that a man's physical eyes might be functional yet his spiritual eyes may not be i've heard about men of god who saw angels in auditoriums or among crowds whereas other people did not see the angels well i guess I, I would love to tell you that that's because their spiritual eyes have been opened. These two texts have showed us that when a man's spiritual eyes is open, he will see into the spiritual world. He will, he will do what? He will see into the spiritual world. And a man's spiritual eyes can be opened by God. It can only be opened by God. Now our spiritual eyes are present. Don't think that you do not have a spiritual eye. No, we all do. If not, if not, um, Elisha would have said, God, give him eyes. No. He didn't pray for God to give him eyes to see. But he prayed that God should open his eyes. That he, that, that showed us that he already had these eyes, but he could not use it to see. It was closed. Our spiritual eyes are present. It is present in every man, but it has to be activated. It has to be opened. It, 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 it has to. We have to open our spiritual eyes for us to see. We all have spiritual eyes. Yes, we do. We all have our own spiritual eye, but we have. It has to be opened. Now, okay. Let's let's quickly. Explain a few things so that we can understand before before we go much deeper into spiritual senses. There are some things we have to establish. There are some foundations we have to lay down. We have to first establish some facts, which will help us to understand spiritual senses more. This 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 episode is going to be more like an introduction to spiritual senses. Because if we don't understand certain ground level things and we just move to spiritual senses, we won't be able to understand this thing thoroughly. So now, I want us to just um, establish one quick fact right now. Now we have a physical realm and a spiritual realm. A physical realm and a spiritual realm. Or we can also call it a, a visible realm and an invisible realm. And invisible realm 
as it showed us in Colossians 1 verse 5 um, Colossians 1 verse 15 to 17 or we could also call it a sin realm and an unseen realm as shown in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 16 to 18 we have the physical and the spiritual realm the spiritual realm is higher than the physical realm the spiritual realm is higher than the physical realm because this spiritual realm is a realm where God can express himself more God can express himself more in the in the in the spiritual realm than in the physical all physical things originated from and in the spiritual realm from the spiritual God God is a spiritual invisible being and he created both physical or should we say visible realm and the spiritual which is the invisible realm if you if you if you read um Colossians 1 verse 15 to 17 you will see that the same way there are spiritual and physical realm so also do we have spiritual beings and bodies and physical beings and bodies when you have a spiritual world you surely have spiritual beings and when you have a physical world you surely have physical beings like people with physical body an example of spiritual beings are angels demons and so on and so forth and examples of physical beings are obviously us humans now for a physical being to express itself in the physical realm for a spiritual being to express itself in the spiritual realm it will require a physical body or a person who is connected to the spiritual or who has access to the spiritual let me let me let me um rephrase that let me say that again for a spiritual being to express itself in the physical realm it will require a physical body or a person who is connected to the spiritual or who has access to the spiritual realm this is to show us that if, if you if you notice um you notice that when god wants to work miracles among his children he uses a person god can't just um come here and land in his in his full form and perform miracles that is because he's a spiritual being there are laws there are legal laws that are guiding this physical realm and this spiritual realm that 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 really um that that doesn't allow easy access from one to the other so also if a physical being wants to communicate or see into the spiritual realm he needs a spiritual body or needs to have access to the spiritual realm do we understand what we are saying now i i pray that the holy spirit will give us understanding in jesus name that is why demons and evil spirit possess humans to express themselves on this realm on this earth on this physical realm demons and evil spirit have to possess humans to express themselves you can't just literally see a demon except your spiritual eyes is open that is when you can see a demon but when you're using your physical eyes to see you can't just suddenly see a demon running around it is not possible that is why to express themselves among us humans to let their presence be felt they tend to possess human beings so that their presence can be felt that's why we said that they need a physical body so also our heavenly father performs miracles through men 
or else your physical eyes is open you can't see or can neither can you except your spiritual senses have been awakened have been activated you can't see or feel the presence of god in a place that is why he has to make his presence known through a man who has been spiritually activated his spirit man has been activated his spiritual senses are on point so through this man he can perform miracles he can speak to his children through someone that's why sometimes in in, in a prayer meeting or in, in a church where prayer is going on or something or somehow you hear a person speak the words of the lord I have experienced this. The Lord will speak to somebody. Except though, I'm not saying that people cannot hear God speak. Yes, you can hear God speak, but your spiritual senses have to be activated. But when in, in, in a congregation of people where their spiritual senses, um, 90% of them, their spiritual senses have not been activated, God tends to speak through those that their spiritual senses have been activated, those that can hear him. So he, 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 would, he would show them the message he wants to show his children and then in turn they would deliver it. As I said before, there are legal laws guiding the two realms which prevent one from just going into the other. Now the physical realm is a mirror of the spiritual. The physical realm is a mirror of the spiritual. But to us, like saying it is a mirror of the spiritual realm means that it's... Um, what happens in the physical is a mirror of what has already happened in the spiritual. A man can be can be poor spiritually in his in his spiritual form, and it begins to reflect in his physical life. Do we understand what we are trying to say now? A man can be um, dead spiritually, yes. But he might still be alive. Why? But why being alive? His life has no meaning. That's because he has been dead already. Eventually, he will still die because the physical is a mirror of what has already happened in the spiritual. That is why God is a God that can see into the future. He is a spiritual being. He can see into the future. He knows what will happen in the next 10 years. And him knowing this, when it happens, it's just a mirror of what God has already seen. It's just, it's just a repetition of what has already happened in the spiritual realm. But actually to us humans, the physical realm seems more real. The physical realm seems more real because we've not been transferred to we have not been transformed to our spiritual body as said in 1st Corinthians 15. 1st Corinthians what? 15. It says we'll be transformed to our spiritual bodies. They will still explain the more reason why the physical realm is more real to us. But I want to quickly show us something. I want to quickly tell us something. You see, the way God so create, um, greatly created us humans, He gave us a physical body and also a spiritual body our spirit we can have access to both spiritual and physical you see as humans we have a physical body and a spiritual body just like jesus christ 
you see jesus christ had a, he, he, he was he was on this earth as flesh but when the world was being created in the beginning he was in spirit but when he came he came as flesh therefore making him have both access to the spiritual and also to the physical when he was on earth that is why sometimes when he was praying um, the, the, the disciples recorded that they saw him with Elijah and Moses. Why was this? Because he had access to the spiritual realm. Why was it that Jesus Christ was able to see demons and speak to them? Because he could see them. He had access to the spiritual and to the physical. So also God has greatly created us humans. That is why you see men of God children of zion that can see angels that can hear the voice of the lord that can sense the presence of the lord that is because their spirit man has been activated has been awakened so therefore they have access to the spiritual i've heard of people that have said they've seen demons i've heard of a story that a guy a a a, a believer a, a, i won't call him a man of god but he's a son he's a son of the father is an heir to the throne he said he saw the spirit of death coming towards him and he told the spirit of death i'm not going to die today it is not my time my father in heaven says i am not dying today death is not my portion vanish and that was it he could see into the spiritual realm he could what see into the spiritual realm you see a lot of things has happened to a lot of people because they are spiritual they are not aware of the spiritual realm and they, they, they don't know things that occur in the spiritual realm they do not understand that a lot of things can happen in the spiritual realm that can that, that can change the course of a man's life may God help us to understand in Jesus now first Corinthians 15 verse 44 confirms that God created others in this way by saying that there is a natural body and there is a physical body. As humans, we comprise of the body, soul, and spirit. Now, the soul is the middleman between the body and the spirit. Now, this this issue of um, body, soul, and spirit, it is a very, 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 very vast, wild, delicate, and beautiful topic. And I pray that with the grace and the help of the Holy Spirit, we'll talk about it someday, but I guess that's not today. We are just going to touch it briefly. Now, I said the soul is the middleman between the body and the spirit. It is with our body that we relate with the physical world, and it is with our spirit that we relate with the spiritual world. Now, there are a lot of similarities between the two realms. The same way we have earthly or physical riches, we also have spiritual riches. We have spiritual wisdom. We have spiritual gifts. We have lots of things in the spiritual. But in all, the spiritual realm is superior to the physical realm. One of the re- major reasons is this. The spiritual realm is eternal. Let us understand that. The spiritual, or should I say, heavenly realm. Okay, let me not say the spiritual realm. Let me say the heavenly realm is eternal. 
even first corinthians 15 verse 54 tells us that when our perishable earthly bodies has been transformed into heavenly bodies and these heavenly bodies could also mean spiritual bodies that we never die that is our spiritual body our heavenly body are eternal it doesn't die you see let's learn to hold on to things that do not um, perish yes this world will perish someday this world will end someday this world um how would i put it the things we tend to hold on to we end someday we vanish someday but when we tend to hold on to what is eternal what never ends what never dies we understand that that's why Jesus Christ came to give us eternal life so that we can live forever. It was our heritage, but at the fall of man, we lost this. We lost this. Now, our spiritual bodies, our spirit is housed in our physical body. And this our spiritual body, which we speak of, have senses also. But our, spirit, our, our spiritual bodies have senses, but our physical senses have become more prominent and active than our spiritual senses since the first sin let me repeat myself because I, I don't want us to get confused our physical senses have become more prominent and active than our spiritual senses since the first sin of Adam and Eve because before they sinned their senses were on point their senses were what on point their senses were active. Their senses was ah, it was, it was, um, all over the place, because they could hear God's footstep. How can someone hear God's footstep? God is spirit, right? You shouldn't be able to hear His footstep, but they could hear His footstep. They could feel His presence. They could, they, they could hear Him when He was speaking, because they said He told them that they shouldn't eat. Of He gave them instructions. He told them what they could eat. Do you want to tell me that He spoke to somebody? No, they could hear His voice. Check your Bible, Genesis 3 verse 8, and you see there. I'm sorry, um, you can check um, Genesis um, chapter um, chapter 2. But then, going to Genesis 3 verse 8, and when God told them about the tree of... Okay, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm already jumbling up the... Um, what is it called? I'm already jumbling up the, the Bible text. Actually, Genesis, that Genesis 3 verse 8... Is for when they could hear God's footstep and even feel his presence. But then God, when God told them about the tree of knowledge of good and evil in Genesis 2, verse 17, he said, It is that day that they shall die. He said, When they eat of that tree, it is that day that they shall die. But when we read on, when we read our Bible, till when they ate the fruit, they didn't actually die. They didn't actually die, did they? No, they didn't die. Because as I said in our Bible, it is when they eat of that fruit, it is that day that they shall die. But when they ate it, they didn't die. And the Bible tells us in Numbers 23 verse 19 that God is not a man that he should lie, neither is he an human that he should change his mind. Then why didn't Adam and Eve die? Was God lying? No, he wasn't lying. God wasn't lying. The death that God was actually talking about there was not a physical death. The death he was talking about was not a physical death. 
the death the death which he was talking about was a spiritual death the death of their spirits man now you see as i said before the our spirit man doesn't die but it's eternal but when your spirit dies it means it is suppressed it has been brought down to a level where its senses are no longer acting it has been brought down to a level whereby um it, it, it cannot it cannot relate anymore with the physical realm it has been so suppressed by our physical body by our physical mind and senses that it is related to death now going to chapter 3 verse 7 genesis 3 verse 7 the moment they ate of the fruit of the tree of good and evil it said their eyes were open genesis chapter 3 verse 7 the moment they ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil the bible told us that their eyes were open now i am trying to think god did not create let's 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 understand like okay let me let me let me read it completely it says their eyes were open and they realized that they were naked their eyes were open and they what they realized that they were naked let's note that before they ate the fruit they were not blind god did not create them blind they had functional eyes quite well they had functional physical eyes that they could use to see but they were not viewing things from the physical point of view that was why they didn't notice that they were naked their physical eyes were um should i say suppressed yes it was their spiritual senses that were most active in the garden of eden their spiritual senses were the most active their spiritual senses were the most active that's why when they ate the fruit the bible says their eyes were open and they realized that they were naked their physical eyes were open prior to that their physical their prior to when they ate the fruit their spiritual senses were prominent it was heightened they could hear god's voice they could hear his footsteps they could feel his presence they were not thinking carnally they were not thinking carnally but when they ate of this fruit their eyes were open their eyes were open they began to they began to see things carnally they began to see that oh i'm naked they begin to feel that they were naked it was after the fall that they are seeing that our spiritual um our spiritual man needs to be activated needs to be awakened before our senses become heightened they were meant they were not even meant to die a physical death they were not even meant to die a physical death but when they ate the fruit their physical senses were awakened their physical body became became more prominent when god created man when god created man in the beginning the arrangement of body soul and spirit was not actually body soul and spirit it was actually spirit soul body it is actually what spirit soul body because it is it was their spirits that interacted um that, that that made them to take actions do you want to tell me that the names that adam adam gave to the the animals it was by his own knowledge or it was by his own intellectuals what intellectuals did he have but it was because he could communicate with the spirit of god 
and 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 he, he, he could he could um tune himself to know what god was thinking that was how he was able to name the animals it was their spirit that was number one not their body their spiritual senses were heightened their spirit man was on point but after the fall the arrangement was scattered it became body soul and spirit it became what body soul and spirit because when they ate of the fruit their body was awakened sin became sin became part of their sin pushed out the flesh in them and their spirits became suppressed their spirit man became suppressed that is why our spirit man needs to be awakened now he needs awakening when your spirit man is awakened you begin to when when your when your um, flesh is awakened your spiritual your spiritual body tends to be suppressed so also when your spirit is awakened when your spiritual senses are awakened you begin to die to flesh you begin to die to sin and you begin to see things in a spiritual point of view and since they ate the fruit there was no other text or reference in the bible that showed that adam could sense or feel the presence of god or even hear his voice as he did in the garden of eden this is to show us that our spiritual senses are very important in our communicating with our heavenly father there are some things your father in heaven communi- there are some okay there are some things that your earthly father will communicate to you or say to you in in a language or in a way that he knows that others might not understand so the, also there are certain things your heavenly father would want to communicate to us that he can only do so that, that he can only do so for us to understand through our spiritual senses and if they are not awakened he has to look for someone he has to look for someone whose spiritual senses are awakened and tells it to that person who in turn tells it to us that's why at times a stranger might just walk up to you and tell you about something you've been praying about or confirm something to you that's because at that moment your spiritual senses are not awakened to hear what God wants to tell you. I'd like us to to um something else I'd like us to quickly understand about the spiritual realm is that it's not only heavenly beings that are in spiritual realm. Yes. It's not only heavenly beings that dwell in spiritual in the spiritual realm. We also have demons and evil spirits. So before you are able to see into the a lot of people have been praying to see into the spiritual like they've been praying that Lord I want to see into the spiritual realm. It is not something you just delve into. There are some lessons, there are some preparations that you need to do before you go into the spiritual realm. Because if you go there unprepared or unprotected, you can be influenced by any spiritual being. Be it heavenly or uh, um, um satanic. Yes. If you go to the spiritual realm unprepared, unprotected, you don't know what you're going to go and meet there. From there, one could just pack up a demon and the demon will possess somebody. Yes. When you're going, this this, this, this spiritual realm is not a place you just jump into because you want to, oh, I want to start seeing into the spirit. No. There's a lot of preparation to it. There's a lot of what preparation to it. There's a story I read. There's a there's a story I read about um 
I just read it online. The man was speaking about a bird. The bird was in a cage, right? And the bird could not really know how to fly. The bird could not, it was a small robin. So he couldn't know how to fly. And it was in a cage. But right in front of that cage was a dog. That dog was waiting right there for that bird. For them to open that cage, knowing that this bird could not fly very well. Knowing that what this bird could not fly very well. So he was waiting there, stalking the bird, waiting. Thinking they would open the cage and let the bird out, even before it knew how to fly. Because if the bird doesn't know how to fly away, it will just fall right into the dog's mouth. And this person made reference of this to our spiritual senses. He said, he said that um, the Lord and the Lord spoke to him and said that this is just how I am to you. I cannot let you out of your cage at this moment because you've not learned some things. You don't know how to fly yet. And if I let you out, the devil will pounce on you and devour you. If that bird doesn't learn how to fly and it is let out of his cage, it will die. So also, God is protecting us for some things. Is what? He's protecting us for some things. Because he knows that if he lets us out of that cage, if he lets us into the spiritual, if he lets us see, the devil can just pounce on us and devour us. That is why you need to learn those lessons that God needs to learn you. You have to go through some things that will prepare you. You see, this episode is just an intro. We'll be getting more into the main topic next week. But really, I just want us to understand some things about the physical and the spiritual realm before we can start to talk about spiritual senses um, um, and um, how to get our spiritual senses awakened, what to know before delving into the spiritual realm, lessons we should learn, and lots more. But before then, I just want us to study more and ponder more about the physical and spiritual realm. Let us not begin to see things that, oh, everything is physical. Everything is not physical. This physical realm is uh, is a mirror of what has already happened in the spiritual. And if you cannot view things in a spiritual way, you will be too late to to approach some, some things in your life. A lot of people might call you superstitious. Yes, fine, let them call you superstitious. But you know what you see that you think of like that. You know what makes you think like that. Do not let anybody make you feel like, oh, you are superstitious, you are this, you are that. No. That's not true. This topic is a topic that I actually didn't think I could take because this topic is, is a really, really delicate topic. But I know that with the help of the Holy Spirit, it's possible because He's the only one that can teach us and lead us into all truth. He's the only one. But please, I would love us to study more. I would love us to study more about this. It's, it's a very important topic that we should know as believers, as children of God. We should really know about these things. Because when we are transformed, we are not going to be transformed into our flesh. We are going to be transformed into our spiritual bodies. So if we don't know about our spiritual bodies, how to keep us, our spiritual man, um, our, our spiritual bodies heightened, how would we know how to keep ourselves before that day when we'll be transformed? So please let's study more. And when you study more, whatever we just say here will just be confirmation and, and we, we, we increase your understanding. May God bless us in Jesus' name. May God bless us in Jesus' name. 
So we've been able to establish today about the two realms and what they contain and we've talked a lot and I pray, I pray, I pray that the Holy Spirit will add to this little knowledge which we've gained today in Jesus' name. The Holy Spirit will allow our eyes of understanding to be enlightened that we may understand these words more and more in Jesus' name. Will not die, no evil shall befall us in the name of Jesus. I pray that um, as we are going into today, that the Lord will take absolute control in Jesus' name. No weapon fashioned against us shall prosper in Jesus' name. Um, well, that's mostly what we'll be talking about today. Next week, we'll be going fully into our spiritual senses because I really don't want to rush this topic this morning. I do pray that um, the Lord will take control in Jesus' name. Um, we are blessed in Jesus' name. Our lives are blessed in Jesus' name. Our families are blessed in Jesus' name. No weapon fashioned against us shall prosper. The Lord will keep us till next week in Jesus' name. He will keep us, He will uphold us in the mighty name of Jesus. No weapon fashioned against us shall prosper in Jesus' name. La di kabalato sete brandi kupalata ikan wamdosh ekepateliata. We are covered by the blood of Jesus. No weapon fashioned against us shall prosper in Jesus' name. Um, and as we are going into this week, I pray that we shall have a productive week in Jesus' name. We shall have a week that shall be filled with blessings. We shall have a week that shall be filled with the glory of God. And please let us, um, as we are going into this week, let us continue to pray about um, our spiritual senses. Let us continue to pray that it will be awakened. And let's continue to pray more. Yes, let's continue to pray more. That He will teach us, He will help us to understand Him more in Jesus' name. God bless us. We are all blessed in Jesus' name. Um, I'm sorry, I'm actually so sorry about the division of last week's um, sermon. I did the first one on Saturday, but um, it wasn't complete. And my spirit was disturbing me, so I had to do the continuation. But this week, so no, uh, it has to take a, a lot of prayer and teachings from the Holy Spirit for me to come here because I wouldn't want to give us something that is not complete. Yes, I wouldn't also want to give us something that is incomplete. I wouldn't want to teach us halfway. And I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Have a nice day. Have, have, have a wonderful day. Have a productive day. And yes, uh, yes, um, I before I forget, we are as from next week yes as from next week we are going to be having some midweek we are going to start our midweek um episodes yes i already mentioned this before but i had not received um, much more confirmation to do it but now i think we're going to start next week and our first topic our first talk is going to be on finances yes finances in relation with the kingdom yes a lot of people think as a child of god you don't need finances no 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 no. i'm going to be talking more on this i'm not going to (laughs) i'm not going to um give us a sneak peek no we're going to be talking about this um this um coming week and we're going to have our first host yes um our first co-host yes we're going to be inviting somebody to the podcast who is going to talk on this like i i can't i i don't know everything 
So with the help of the Holy Spirit, we're going to choose a person that we invite, and this person will come and give us a quick talk on the podcast. And I pray that may God keep us till then in Jesus' name. May He uphold us and keep us in Jesus' name. Thank you very much for listening once again. God bless you all in Jesus' name. And I pray that we'll meet once again next week in good health, sound mind, in Jesus' name. Please, let's not forget to study more. Let's not forget to study more about spiritual senses, spiritual realm, physical realm, and everything all together. I pray that may God help us. I pray that the Holy Spirit will teach us and open our eyes to see in Jesus' name. Amen. Shalom. Bye.